Hey guys, my name is Luke Eggerbrotten and I'm the host of the Phaser Friday podcast. Uh, we've got an exciting episode with the Lang Foundation guys um, coming on here with episode four. Uh, before we dive into that, I just want to take a quick second to say thank you again to Gabe Gorski and his company, Resolute Accounting. Uh, you've heard me talk about them before, but they offer uh, accounting services, CFO services, and it's all outsourced and remote. Um, Gabe works with small businesses similar to mine and helps us with all of our financial needs. So if you can't afford, you know, kind of that big firm and some of those big players, uh, Gabe is perfect because he understands business, he understands taxes, and he understands the law. So he'll keep you in the lines, um, but also take that off of your plate because a lot of small business owners out there are doing it themselves. And that is the perfect thing to delegate out to somebody that knows more than you in that space. So uh, reach out to him. Gabe is a great friend of mine, a great friend of Phaser Marketing and the podcast. Uh, his business is Resolute Accounting, and we will link all of his information below. So thank you again, Gabe, for everything you do for myself, for the business, and for the podcast. Now, let's dive into Phaser Friday, episode four. Here we go. All right, guys, welcome to Phaser Friday. Uh, we've got episode four, an awesome episode. I'm so excited to announce um, who we've got on the podcast today. We've got Walker and Davis from the Laying Foundations podcast. What's up, boys? Hi, man. What's, What's up, going on, man? Dude, it's good to see you guys. I feel like um, I just saw you guys not too long ago. We did. We did. Yeah. It's like a week yeah. ago, it feels like. Yeah, no. I, do, uh, I got to have you on the Laying Foundations podcast, so that was pretty cool. At, Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, a little backstory there. Um, these guys just had me on their podcast and I said, do you guys just want to flip it and be on the phaser Friday podcast? And they said, yes. And, um, and here we are today. So, uh, actually I think at the time of this releasing, I think phaser Friday will actually beat the laying foundations podcast because this will launch on the last Friday of the month. And I believe your guys is early June was our episode. That's right. So yeah, yeah, I mean, just the turnaround time, shout out to Brandon, our producer, getting it out there and uh, making it happen. That's right. There you go. <laughs> awesome. So um, yeah, I just want to dive in a little bit. Um, you know, obviously the introduction, you guys, um, the co-hosts of the Laying Foundations podcast, Walker, you know, I want to start with you. Tell me a little bit about yourself and then how you got into the podcast world and where you see that going. Yeah, man. So I'm Walker Lott. Uh, like Luke said, co-host Lane Foundations podcast, uh, Lane Foundations company as well. I guess you could say we're starting to step into that. But man, I went to uh, from Alabama, from Birmingham. I currently live in Georgia. I uh, went to Auburn University. That's where Davis and I met. Uh, it was super, super cool how it happened. You know, we're on a competition team uh, there and started talking. Auburn Building Science has competition teams. You get to get to do uh, different types of of events and stuff. Ours was roofing. Uh, knew nothing about it at the time. Still don't know very much about it, but it was a lot of fun. Got to know each other. Uh, sat out over dinner and Davis like, hey, you ever think about doing a podcast? It's like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. Uh, and so that was about a year and a half ago. Started doing Lane Foundation's podcast. Uh, and, you know, it started off with kind of a younger, younger generation trades, construction. Uh, it, it's kind of morphed into a career type area and, it, and it's it's still younger generation but it's really for anyone who wants to get into construction in general uh so we talk trades we talk 
anything to do with construction, GC, uh, you know, project manager, pre-con, superintendent, uh, electricians, architects, engineering, you name it. Uh, we'll have different types of people on the show uh, and they just get to tell their story, get to say how they got to construction, uh, what they love about it, uh, what are some qualities that you have about it, your 20-year-old self, et cetera. Uh, and then for me personally, I work for a GC out of Atlanta. Uh, so pretty cool, a larger GC named Haskell. Uh, and man, that's, that's about it. It'd take a long time to go further in depth, but I want to give it over to Davis, let him talk about himself a little bit. Yeah, Davis, uh, tell us a little bit more about you and Walker. I just saw you take a drink of that AHA, and I'm, I'm going to have to ask you to put that away and get some, get a real man's drink. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to LaCroix, our second sponsor of the episode. Trying to get and uh, we'll make sure to blur out that AHA. So, Davis, uh, well, tell us a little bit more about you, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. First, I just want to say, man, thanks for letting us get to come and be a part of Phaser Friday. I know we talked earlier about what it meant to be a good steward. And I know that you do that, not just in a, in a financial standpoint, but also in your time. You give us your time has been extremely valuable to Walker and I. I just want to say thank you there. But a little bit about me. Uh, I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, like Walker. Didn't know him yet. Um, didn't know where he went to high school, but we ended up, like he said, meeting in the Auburn Building Science Program. Um, I graduated sooner because I'm a lot smarter than Walker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I graduated before Walker and then now, I uh, worked for Brassville and Gory in New Orleans for a little while, and now I just got transferred out to Charlotte. Um, during the meantime, Walker and I have just been crazy, going doing a podcast, trying to get one out every week for the past year and a half, and it's been fun. I mean, I think Walker can go ahead and just tell you that we have grown at light year speed. If you, it's yeah. crazy how whenever you start something, just commit to it and don't make excuses to do it, you're going to grow. And so if, if I can encourage anyone that's in a spot in their life where they just want to get started, start, just start and don't, don't ever give up and just continue to grow from there. Cause you know, now we get to meet someone like Luke where, you know, we're talking about potential business yep. strategies of maybe being a, a, an owner one day. And so, as you continue to grow in life, you do these opportunities just keep on happening. Just like how when Walker and I met, you know, we didn't know anything was going to happen, but you know, a year later I asked a question, Hey, you want to start a podcast? And it just grown from there. And so I think it's really cool how God puts relationships in your life and how you grow and how you really invest in those people. But to get back to the podcast and what we're doing, man, we're, all we're trying to do is we're trying to equip the next generation of builders to lead change. That's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get this next people that are coming into this workforce. We want them to be able to lead efficiently and be able to take that change from the older generation and make it into something that, you know, what we want to be a part of. Uh, Davis, I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, on this podcast, we get to talk to and work with a lot of entrepreneurs as well as like our listeners. You know, I, I get messages all the time of, you know, entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast. So I love that advice of just start, but then also set some consistency in there. And uh, I know you guys have done that. A podcast a week is a lot, but if you build, like if you build those stepping stones and you keep getting after it, you'll see that growth. Like there's, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's almost like if you if you develop those habits, it's going to come. And if you have a mission behind it, you know, with phaser Friday, we do one a month and it, even that consistency can feel like a lot and, um, nothing compared to the one a week, but as long as I publish an episode every single month and I do it on the last Friday of every single month, it's like, you know, our producer, Brandon, he edits it, puts it all together. 
And then um, Josie and Lucy, they put the web page together and they put the email blast out and it's all of us working together. But mm. if one of us doesn't do our job, the whole, right. you know, month fails. And, yeah, you know, we, ha we haven't done that yet. And we just, we want to make sure that we don't let it come to that. And so we all, you know, take pride in that of uh, making sure our podcasts get done. But yeah, to anyone listening, whatever you're thinking of doing, whether it's a side hustle, starting right. a website, you know, even a Shopify store selling clothes online, start it. It, you'd be surprised. It's a lot easier than you'd think, especially when you ask for help, you ask other people, Hey, what did you do in this situation? How can I make this better? And then, yeah, you work together with people. Uh, I know yeah. I was talking to you guys. Um, I think it was one of the first times we jumped on a phone call and you know, you guys are telling me about the podcast. Uh, but I want you to touch a little bit more on the business. So you guys, like you mentioned, you both have full-time jobs. Um, but you, you, you and I talked about a transition potentially into monetizing it, making money, like turning it into a business, even a marketing agency. Uh, tell me more about where you guys are at with that. And then we can uh, develop it from there. Go for it, Walker. Yeah, good question. You know, I think we're really trying to find uh, our niche, but like you said, just, and I want to add to it, just showing up, is something that you got to do to be successful. So David and I are just trying to show up. Uh, so we're really diving into and slowly developing a few different things with laying foundations. One of them being looking into the marketing side of things like you're doing, you, you do dirt work and you do an incredible job with it. Um, you know, one of the best persons that I know that does it. And, you know, so we get to learn from you in that manner. And we're kind of looking into kind of going off our name. We have laying foundations. We're starting with the, we started with the MEP side. Uh, we're also looking at the concrete side, but really trying to narrow that down a little bit of just how do we help these companies? One, because we've all grown something, you know, we've all started from nothing and we've grown it. And that's, it's more than a lot of people have. And we're starting to develop these little nuances. We're starting to meet people. We know how to do things a little bit more. So we want to help others do that. Uh, so, you know, by stepping into that, that's one area of just, like you said, growing it marketing wise. Hey, how can we help you with the website? How can we help you with social media? How can we help you with growing? Do you want to start a podcast for your company? Uh, and, and just giving that advice, giving the resources for it, uh, giving the people that can help them do it, you know, website, like we said, uh, SEO, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and the other realms of it, we have content uh that we are producing that we want to start pushing out more and more uh so we get a lot of we're starting to get a lot of good questions so davis and i uh davis uh is fantastic at it but really just looking into doing you know a, a book or some sort of little course uh it's not too long it's really sim simple and easy at the end of each of our podcasts we ask two different questions one of them what qualities would you like to see or do you think would make you successful in the construction industry? And this is coming from owners, it's coming from people who have been in a long time. So we ask them what qualities are they looking for uh, in the younger generation, especially. So make that into some sort of content. Uh, the next one would be, what would you tell your 20 year old self with the knowledge and, knowledge and wisdom that you have now? Uh, and both of those answers to those questions are, are really cool to see. And the, the funny thing is that they're usually pretty unique. Not often do we have the same exact answers going forward. So we want to combine all that uh, and make something that we can just give out to people. Either you can purchase it. It's a free course. It's something that you can just have. Because, again, we want to help people. That's, we're in the business of helping people. We're in the business of people in general. 
Uh, and so by having something that can just help someone grow, even just a little bit, what, what quality can I work on that a future employer might want to see or that if I start a company that I need to have to be more successful in it? Uh, and then the last thing is, uh, you know, this is kind of on the download, but but uh, some sort of a technology, I won't go into too much details on it, uh, but an app-based career uh, sort of thing that, that we want to bring to schools, uh, that we want to bring to uh, maybe companies, but right now looking at the schools that will just make life easier, that the company and that the students there can use uh, to connect to uh, develop, to have some sort of relationship with. Again, don't want to give too much of it away. Uh, but there's three sort of pillars, you know, that, that we're working on at the moment uh, that, that I'm super excited about. It's a lot going on. Uh, it's a lot to manage, but Davis and I are, are slowly chipping away at it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walker, I, I love, you know, how you kind of dove into that, the business side of things in our conversations, because us three, like we are in the business of helping people and to go even further on that, like in our conversation, we had like, you guys were asking about, you know, ways to kind of monetize the business. And I said, get into this marketing agency, not because, uh, you know, there's like, the, yes, there's a ton of money, but it's more the opportunity to help these companies. And you guys are already in the construction space. And I think, you know, I even asked myself after that, and I was just like, that's how I know I truly am in the business of helping people because I don't see myself having any competitors. Like even if we're in the same exact market, right. I know we would be helping each other back and forth, going through different strategies, going, you know, even referring clients to each other if we have too many and you guys don't have enough or vice versa. And so I think if, if you know your heart is at that place where you're truly trying to help these clients, especially in a construction industry, which we are passionate about, uh, you know, you're in the right place because then it does become a people business. It becomes, how can we add value sure. to these companies? And in my opinion, I think there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of opportunity in digital marketing for construction companies. That's literally why we are in this business. And, you know, we wouldn't be doing it if, if we didn't see any upside to it. So uh, yeah, I thought it was really fun to, you know, talk with you guys for one, just on the phone call and then on your podcast, and then have you guys on this podcast really shows that there aren't any walls up between any of us. And uh, I've had a lot of great conversations with others in the industry where they're truly trying to um, make an impact on this industry in a positive right. way. And Luke, if I could, you know, when we go back and we talked about, you know, just starting something, really, you're right, it is easy, but what is discipline? Discipline, all it is, is a daily habit, and if you start with a daily habit, you turn that into discipline over time, and it talks about, you know, time under tension is when how you, how you really start to grow on an incline, and so discipline, whenever you think about it, sucks, nobody wants it, I don't want to have discipline, like with Walker, Walker's great at going and uh, taking care of his body, he goes and works out physically, I need to get better at that, but he has discipline, you know, and he does that by having a daily habit of doing something, so if you just take something and start and you grow and you make that a habit, that's how you start to grow. And so whenever you apply that to business, in this standpoint, Walker and I don't know how to write a book, but we're going to figure it out. We don't yeah. know how to develop any coursework, but we're going to figure it out. We don't know how to start a digital marketing company, but we're going to figure it out. And so you start something, you ask people questions, and you just take it and grow from there. And there's going to be people like you, Luke, that are willing to, to, to tell us, you know, 
I think back before Walker and I even started this, I was so timid to ask a question because I thought that, man, if I didn't know it, someone's going to ridicule me. But man, if you just go out there and take a step and just go ask a question, regardless of what yep. that person's going to say, um, you're going to grow at light your speed. I keep saying light your speed, but man, just asking questions will change your life. Yeah, I, uh, I love that. Just being a sponge and, you know, practicing humility as well. And just, it's okay not to know everything. And when you accept that, uh, you're going to learn so much more. Walker, I know you were just going to jump in there. Yeah, I was about to say, Davis, I'm surprised you didn't share with the, the podcast the, the three L's that you have from your aunt. Go into that a little bit. I think that's worth mentioning. Yeah, I mean, this isn't credit to me. You know, I just talked to my aunt today, but I try to give her credit as much as I can. She's done a lot in my life, Luke, but she talks about all you got to do is listen, learn, and lead with questions. If you do those three things, you can lead. So, I mean, that takes a, just a humility approach. And, yeah. you know, I think about, I started to write about it actually yesterday. Walker, I'm excited to share this with you, but um, I started to write about it yesterday. When I think about leaders, there will be oftentimes there'll be people in our industry that are young and get to that, you know, executive level or that next step before you quickly, because what they did was they just bulldozed everybody, pushed the people out of the way. And they just, they made it there, but they didn't do it with people. Well, if you lead with people and you have humility, when you get to that level where they're at, you're going to be able to go back to those people and bring them up with you. And you're also going to be able to keep advancing for the other person that just bulldozes people. They're not going to be able to continue to advance because every single person that they ran over isn't going to want to help them get to the next level. And so when you think about that with listen, learning and leading questions, you do it with humility. And there was a time in my life, again, uh, I think about how I thought I knew everything. If it's, if it's going to be right, it's going to be Davis's way. And that's just being, you know, prideful and young. I'm still young, but man, just those 18 year old, 19 year old kid that thought he knew stuff. And man, I just realized how, how hard construction is, the humility you have to have. I was yep. tired of getting told like, what are you talking about? You don't 100%. know anything, dude. Like going out there trying to tell a foreman that's been here for 30 years that like, what are you like? No. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go ask questions. I'm going to learn from him. And if I can figure out a way not to manage him, but how to lead him, um, my aunt taught me how to lead up. You know, I'm a 19 year old kid <clears throat> using humility here and I got to learn how to lead up. How do I, you know, kind of dance around this older foreman that has a lot more experience than me, but maybe not as emotionally intelligent. How do I get him to understand to bring this team instead of just him. So I can go on for, for hours and hours when we talk about leadership, but um, man, I just, I love construction. I love uh, people. And I think just finding really your sweet spot, whenever you find that you can find something that's purposeful, it's life-changing. Yeah. I love that Davis and shout out to your aunt. I mean, that's incredible. I'll definitely give her credit there. Um, yeah. And for everyone listening, you know, this is uh, the phaser Friday podcast. We really want to dive into these stories and just of these entrepreneurs. And uh, if there's one person that we can help, we want to do it. So, um, you know, like I mentioned, we've got Davis and Walker on the podcast right now. They are hosts of the laying foundations podcast. And also, you know, there's a lot more coming with that. So I'm going to uh, pivot a little bit here. Uh, where do you, where do you guys see, the construction industry going mainly in the younger generation coming up through high school. Uh, where do you see the construction industry going and how is it looking so far? Mm, mm. Man, I want to be, a, I want to be the, the, the people, the resource for them to come to. Um, I know Walker does too, but uh, how I view that is I feel like in the next 10 years, we're at this crucial point 
you know, we keep saying 10 years for the past year. So maybe it's probably nine or eight now, Walker. But then this next eight <laughs> to 10 years, we have this people, this people group that's going to be a mass exodus of like these 50 to 60 year old foreman superintendents, uh, workers, or whatever you want to call them. They're about to just leave. And if we don't grow our young people, at like literally like light your speed, like these young people that are coming in, myself and Walker included, if we don't grow, we're going to be looking in the next 10 years to go, man, like where's our leadership at? And I think any person can lead. I think as long as you care about people, you're able to be a leader. But in the next 10 years, what the construction look, construction industry look like, we're about to have a bunch of young guns run this industry. And probably a lot of young guns that don't have a lot of construction knowledge. And so I challenge myself every day to learn something technical because I didn't grow up in the construction industry and I didn't grow up with tools, you know, when I was 10 years old, framing a house with my dad, you know, OSHA was around, but back then those guys didn't know what safety was. Like you can just imagine the stuff that they learned growing up with their dads. But I mean, when I think about the construction, there's going to be this group of people that, that leave and I'm hoping we're preparing for it. Because everybody talks about it. Everybody knows about the labor shortage. Everybody knows about people not wanting to get into this industry. But I just see this next generation of builders that I want to lead change. They're going to be so technology driven. I'm hoping we're also paying attention to the technical side of how we actually build stuff. We're going to figure it out. But as we kind of progress, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I think. Oops. Oh, sorry, Luke. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say uh, we had Raphael O'Gell on the podcast. Uh, for episode three and he owns build X media and he's up in Ontario and he is electric. Like he loves technology in the construction industry. He, uh, um, is so, so passionate, not just about construction and, you know, excavators and getting dirty, but strictly like technology. And so it's really, it was really cool talking to him and diving into that. Um, you know, just seeing the technology side of where we're going to be in five, 10 years and seeing how that's going to change things because, uh, you know, we don't want it to fail and it can't fail, you know, to be honest, like if the construction industry fails, like, what does that even look like? What does that mean? I mean, it, it just can't happen. And so having people like you guys, you know, doing your part of, okay, how can we, we can't do it all. So how can we take a sliver of this industry and do the best that we can? And for you guys right now, like it can obviously change, but it's working on this younger generation and their careers in the field. And if you guys can be that, those go-to experts, um, that really says a lot. It's just, if you guys can provide uh, feedback and value and courses and really just show them the industry, um, it, you know, like you said, speaking of, uh, light year speed, I know you said it a few times. It's, that's what you need to do. It's, it's, we need to, act quick because it's not going to last forever. And speaking of light your speed, Buzz Lightyear movie comes out June 17th. And uh, it, was that just an ad that you're running Davis? Yeah, that's what it was. That's right. There you go. I, I was waiting to put Sponsor. that on the podcast when we release you. Yeah. No free ads though. So Disney's <laughs> got to send us a check. <laughs> that's right. Um, good deal. So uh, you guys think you're going to con expo next March? Oh, I've never heard of it. As of right oh. now, no. <laughs> well, you should. It'll be, I think it's in Vegas this year. And uh, yeah, one of the biggest construction trade shows in North America. And yeah, I mean, if you do go, that. 
Yeah. If you do go, we should all meet up. I know we're, we're getting a crew together and talking about potentially doing some sort of live, uh, podcast setup, like, and maybe getting a booth and having, you know, guests on like you guys and black iron and, uh, different guys in the industry. So definitely look into that. Um, but you know, another thing I wanted to touch on too is, so, you know, business and, you know, marketing, um, how do you see that? You know, obviously we have a marketing agency in the construction space. So how do you see that affecting the future of attracting younger talent and the younger generation? Do you see that playing into it of, you know, having their branding, their website, their social media figured out? Does that help at all? Yeah. You you know, I think that's a really good question, especially the younger generation. Uh, you know, me, me included, Dave's included, you know, if I can speak for him, but, and Luke included, I think we're all a lot more visually uh, oriented than, than a lot of people, especially the generation now, you know, cause back then they did not have as much technology. They didn't have social media. They didn't have uh, even a lot of things website wise. You, know, you couldn't go on there and you couldn't just see pictures of different things. You couldn't see cool stuff. You couldn't see dirt work, you know, pictures that they're like, wow, that's awesome. Like, I want to do that. I want to go out there and try that. You know, it was more of, you had to go and experience that. You had to have someone that, that worked in the industry. You had to know someone you had to, had to have seen it on the side of the road. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays it's, it's everywhere. You know, and we talked about Aaron Witt before and he does a fantastic job with it, but he uses social media to show another side of construction. Construction does not do a good job of showing itself. Not a lot of companies do it, you know, and and that's where you really have to start relying on marketing. You have to start relying on social media. You have to start relying on your website in order to get that out. So with saying that, I I think that going forward is huge. You know, you you are going to have a generation that grew up on the phone and they grew up seeing something first before they tried it or before they experienced it. How many times, especially now, you we've all done it. We've seen someone skydive and someone goes to sky. I've never done it, but we've seen it. We know what it looks like. Yeah. We've seen construction. We've seen uh, an excavator or a bulldozer do something before, before you, if you hop up in there and you can kind of try it out. Now I'm very visual. I go and watch YouTube videos and learn how to do something. And then I go try it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's the way that the world's starting to go to now. To where you're having a generation that, that that's how it is. So if you can put that out there, if you can put your construction company out there, if you can put incredible videos out there, incredible knowledge, incredible uh, content out there for someone to see, it's going to draw them in. And, and yeah. that's what Davis and I want to do, especially we have a, a side of it that we're really starting to play around with. And, and how do we, how do we attract the younger generation like that? How do we get on job site sites and show, you know, really cool videos of, of what we do in construction and yeah. sure it not all of it's you know this exciting glamorous sort of thing like there's yeah. some days where you're sitting out Sucks. there and you're on your computer all day doing something but then well, yeah exactly but then you get out there in the field and you get to see these incredible projects i love davis is out in the field full time i travel almost every week to to go to the job site but uh you go out there and you're like man this is awesome i took what i was looking on at the paper and I get to put it up there. It, construction is very, it, it, it's super cool because you can build something on paper. You can build something on a 3D model. For, for us especially, everything's 3D now. We do it in a model. We model it out. We do a clash detection, make sure everything works. And then we build it. You know, beforehand, you just went out there. And you had to figure it out as you went. And so, like I said before, you know, 
that's the way everything's going. And Davis mentioned the way construction is going. You asked the question too. Uh, it is going digital, but it's never going to be replaced. Like it, it's never going to replace people. Like you're always going to have that right. need. Like technology can go so far in construction, but it's never going to never going to go further far enough, at least in our lifetime to where it's going to yeah. replace people fully. And, and so you're always going to have that aspect, but how do you get people there? And that's the question that we ask ourselves all the time. Right. And then Walker, I mean, I think you just made a really good point. I never thought about it in the standpoint of, you know, we're going to have a generation of people that know about construction because they've been on their phone. And just like, you know, previous generations, I don't know what it is about it. You talked about it right there. You know, how am I going to go do something? I'm going to go watch a YouTube video first and figure out how to do it. The other generations before, they would have just jumped in an excavator and figured it out. I don't know what if it's just yep. our generation not having confidence in doing that. But you're exactly right. What well, I don't know how to drive this piece of equipment. I'm gonna get in there, watch a YouTube video, figure out how to do it. And that's how we do it nowadays. And so it's interesting how you mentioned that because now there's these uh, business leaders in construction, at least people that I know in the lean world that are getting on TikTok now that are trying to attract the younger yep. generation. And so it's like, yeah, no doubt that if you have a, a digital presence, I like to think of it in the standpoint of if you don't have a content marketing approach in 2020, 2022, you're not going to be help helping this next generation of builders because if you're not thinking with a content marketing uh, mindset, you're in the you're in like the dinosaur age still. Like we have yep. contractors that have all types of social media platforms. I have an amazing website. Are going out and you know get involved with some of these organizations and schools, and they're putting it out on everything that they own, and they're attracting these younger generation and giving them the opportunity to see it. And I have to have to think that that no doubt helps people want to go to that company. Hey, I saw you had this, you were at this career fair. Hey, I saw this TikTok video you put up of your guys that were out in the field building this, man, that was really cool, man. I saw this. And so you're giving the younger generation an opportunity to see something before they get out there. And back to Walker's point, Walker, that's a great point of now this younger generation, that's how they are. We're just so visual minded that it's going to help, you know, this next generation. Yeah. One thing I love to do uh, when I'm talking to a potential client and, you know, about doing a website for them, uh, you know, we don't, we don't beg people to work with us. It's like they either want to, or they don't, you know, we'll tell them our fees and that's just kind of how it is. But um, you know, if they're at like kind of a standstill uh, usually I'll just ask them, you know, does your website accurately portray, you know, the work, the years you've put in, like, does it accurately portray your company? And, you know, it more often than not, almost 99% of the time, it's definitely not our website sucks. And I hate it. Like that's usually what they say, or they don't have a website. And so it's, it's not so much. Yeah. That I'm begging them like, Oh, please. Like we're going to 10 X your leads, blah, blah, blah. It's more of like, you know, does, does your social media, your website actually portray your business and the years you've put in and uh, so that's, yeah, that's where we can kind of come in yeah, and help with that good. and, you know, also give them their time back because, you know, if they're monkeying around with the website or they're trying to, you know, do a lot of social media stuff, even if they are a stud digital marketer, some it, their time is, they can make way more money running their business, way more money in the field, whatever it is, and then leave it to literally a construction marketing agency, like, myself. Uh, there's also, you know, Eagle Eye Productions, Build Wit, Build X Media. Like there's so many good ones out there. And, you know, we're, you know, even Daniel Yates, like we're all pretty 
tight knit. And if it's not a good fit for me, like I'll send them to them and vice versa. And, you know, we just want to help out the clients. And another thing I thought of, um, I believe Walker, I think we were kind of talking about it, but uh, when, you know, when you're attracting these younger, this younger talent, one thing that I think is accurate is when somebody sees that you're putting money into a website, you're putting money into videos and pictures and your equipment and taking care of you guys, like that almost translates, you know, to people wanting to work for you. Because if you're investing all that in your marketing and in your uh, equipment, you're probably going to invest that into your people because it's a people business. It always is. It always has been. And you know, those businesses, you know, no offense, but the mom and pop shops that are still in the phone book and that's it. Like, and, you know, just have a paper for sale sign or uh, now hiring sign. And that's it. Huh. You know, that may not attract as many, you know, college kids to go work out there. And huh. because yeah. if they, you know, haven't put that investment into their website and into their digital and really just not even the digital stuff, but just innovation. And that's a big piece of it. And so I think it translates to the generation of, okay, these people, if they're going to invest in this, they're going to invest in their people. And that's definitely attractive to them. And I I think that you have a fantastic point there. And I just, the more you were talking about, the more I was thinking about, you know, especially for new companies, image is everything and and not personally like, you know, but, but for companies wise image is everything. You, you have to have a quote unquote image out there of like, if you can see that color scheme, it's marketing. It goes to Coca-Cola, it goes to, you know, all these different companies. But if you see them enough, if you see the colors enough, if you see their name enough, if you see them out there on social media, getting posts, getting everything else, you're going to think about them. You're going to know who that is. Whereas older companies, like we were just talking about, they can rely on relationships. They can rely on repeat work. They can rely on you know, someone else there saying, Hey, you should use this. You should use them. You should use them. They've seen their name plastered around all the time. Brassfield and Gory, Haskell, Robinson, Morton, all these GCs, you know who they are right off the top of your head because you've seen them around. They've been around for 50 years or more, you know, but these new companies that, that Luke, you work with a lot that, that we talk to, that we, you know, want to work with and, and us included, you, you, you're starting at a disadvantage. So you have a big ground to make up. The way you make that up is through marketing. It is through name recognition. It's through just blasting the internet with with content, 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 content. Because if they think you're a professional at it, if they think you know what you're doing, which you do, but you have to convince someone that you know what you're talking about. So once you convince them of that through the content that you produce, it's like you're in, it's a hook. You know, and then you can start reeling them in. Then you can start using name recognition. You can start using repeat business. You can start using other people that have, you know, that have recommended you to someone else. But it, it takes a while to get that first to, to start. And it's a slow roll. And as you keep on going, it starts rolling faster and further downhill. Right. And we're all saying the same thing where digital marketing and your brand, you know, all of this stuff isn't trying to replace word of mouth or that handshake uh, referral or whatever that is. That, it's just, right. Cause that can't be replaced. Right. No, it can't be. And it's exactly. compliment. It's complimenting it. It's, it's giving you more trust. It's, it's allowing somebody, Hey, check out this company. Here's their info. Here's their website. And then you can learn about them and, you know, go from there. So it's 
you know, right. we don't replace word of mouth marketing. Like that is right. always the yep. best form of marketing. We complement it and we supplement right. it. And, you know, another right. thing I was talking to Luke Payne, the owner of black iron dirt a couple of days ago on the dirt bags podcast. Uh, and uh, we were talking about how websites like, yes, they can be a tool for leads and, and all that, but really it's a tool to build trust. If, you know, if somebody, the first thing they're going to do is search you, search your website and they see, okay, yeah, they put some money in their website. It looks good. looks clean. Let's hit the about tab. Let's read a little bit about them. It just is building that trust. And then, um, in our marketing agency, um, coaching class, you know, they say it's like 21 touch points until somebody buys. And so if you're just trying to go mm. for the one ad, the one time and have somebody buy, like you're probably going to be disappointed and right. you need, yeah, like the social media, the business cards, the trade show, the website, you know, the shaking hands and networking groups, like a little bit of everything to then land those big contracts. And, you know, it is pretty transferable throughout all industries. And we've seen that in construction as well. You know, a lot of these big construction companies, they'll hire the little guys to do sub work for them, but they're not just going to do it just from seeing them one time on Facebook. You know, they want to see the consistency. They want to see their professionalism and putting in the work. And yeah, we've seen it many times and it's a, it's a big deal to these smaller companies. And think about that, Luke, what do they most oftentimes do whenever they want to hire another sub, they'll actually hire, they'll, they will call their competitor and ask them, Hey, how, how do they perform on this job? And then they'll ask someone else. And so that word of Mm -hmm. mouth, man, it's your reputation. Like, you know, we, we want to build this digital platform. We want to, but man, I guarantee you, whenever I get to get to see you in person, what are we going to do? We're going to give each other a handshake. We're give each other a hug. You know, that, that presence of being one-on-one is a lot better than obviously this zoom call. And for the moment, this is awesome that we get to do it, but nothing replaces getting to make the relationships, which is when we go back to the very beginning, we're in the relationship business. That's all we're in. Right. hundred percent. So, um, going to pivot one last time here. Got one more for you guys. Stole it from a good friend. Uh, Davis, what would you tell your 20 year old self? What piece of advice would you give <laughs> to your 20 year old self? Let's hear it. I'll, I'll just do that question. I'm not going to do both. So what would I tell my 20 year old self? Man, I would tell Davis to be quiet more often and listen. Uh, my 20 year old self, uh, like I it. think finally started to realize that I did not know everything. And you know, I always act like, you know, I was some jerk to people, but I really wasn't. It was just the thing that, you know, if it's up to me, it's up to me. And I started to realize that, man, it's so much easier in life and so much more fulfilling for me now to realize that I can go build a team and the team's going to succeed. And it's not about Davis Hambrick. You know, I guarantee you when Walker and I get to leave this earth, however long the Lord lets us, um, I don't want people to remember Davis Hambrick or, you know, what he accomplished. I want to remember, I want them to remember how I made him feel. I want them yeah. to remember that ultimately that, you know, my light was shown. Um, and I hope that I made an impact in someone's life. And it wasn't about Davis Hambrick. It was about what I did to help someone else because that person I've had plenty. Walker's been one of them. I mean, there's been plenty of people that have invested in my life when, other people wouldn't give me the opportunity, but they decided to invest in me. And so what I would tell my 20 year old self, a lot of 20 year olds now is um, be quiet and ask questions. When I say be quiet, don't think you know it all, because if you go the rest of your life and there's a lot of guys that do and and gals that do, and they end up just being um, kind of pushed aside and staying in the same path, 
and they don't ever grow from it, man, be quiet. Don't act like you know everything and ask questions. Yeah. I love it, man. And Walker, let's hear it. Hey, Davis, you stole mine, dude. I had to think <laughs> on the fly again. I, I think that's a fantastic one, you know, just to pivot off that a little bit. Uh, it, it's so easy to have so much arrogance and pride in your life because I have plenty of it. Uh, and I had a lot more when I was younger, you know, that like David said, you, you don't know everything. So don't think you do, especially at 20. Like, you know, nothing, even if you think, you know, something you don't. So be willing to go out there and ask the questions because you might have heard it before, but you might pick up something different or you might learn something else or just like one little thing, learn something new every day. Keep on learning because the moment you stop learning, like what else are you going to do? Like you, you know, that's it. You, you need to learn something every single day, but what else would I tell my 20 year old self? Man, I, I would say, do not be, a, just show up. Like, don't be afraid to do something. Just just show up. Because the moment that you stop showing up, then you, you've given that up. You don't have that anymore. If you tell someone you're going to be there, be there. If you say you're going to do something, do something. And you might not be perfect all the time, but you, you want to show up for that relationship. Because, you know, every day is a new day. If there's something going to be different that comes up, Davis and I is it, being in a business relationship is a lot like being in, you know, a personal relationship. Like you, you have to, you, you'll have arguments, you will have disagreements, you will have to have hard conversations. But if you keep on showing up for those, if you keep on having them, they get easier over time. It's the same thing with the business. It's the same thing with school. A lot of people will say that school is not for them and it might not be. I get it. I understand. But I know a lot of people that have started school that have gotten pretty far in it and then just gave up. Like, you're so close. Don't give up. If you start something, finish it. And the way you finish it is you just keep on doing it every single day. You have to break it down into smaller pieces. You know, like you have to wake up and say, I got to get to the end of this day. Then you wake up the next day and say, I got to get to the end of this day. Or I have to get to the end of this assignment. Or I have to get, like, I need to study for an hour. And you just start breaking things down smaller and smaller. I think people give up too easily. And I know when I was you know, younger, I might have given up on things too easily or I might not have wanted to do it because like, oh, this is hard or I don't know how to do this. But you, ha- you can't have that mindset. You have to just keep on chipping away at it a little bit, a, a little by little, if that makes sense. I kind of went on a rampage. I had to pivot a little bit off of Davis. But, but that's what I would tell myself is just, just show up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like going off a walker, sorry, Luke, it's just – you know, when people think about it, I like how Walker finished that because, you know, a lot of people just by having a little bit of conflict that Walker and I had, like, you know, we've had conflict a few times, but it's not in the world. You know, I still love Walker like a brother. And actually, I actually think because we've had that conflict, we're a lot closer, closer. now. Like, I don't yeah. even view him as, as a business partner. I view him as my best friend because he is. He's an awesome guy that's willing to. Yep. At the end of the day, I know if there's anything going on, I know I can call Walker Light. He'd be there tomorrow. And that's important to me. And that's right. like, that's what I want in these relationships with with clients that we're going to be in, with people I'm working on the job site, um, in my personal life, just in anything, I don't want to ever look back and think that, man, that was just a transaction relationship. Right. I just did that to get something out of it. Man, I want to invest in that person. And sure, you may not be able to to meet, you know, the masses, the millions, but the people that you're going to get to, you're going to have a very fulfilling life and have a great relationship. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's spot on, guys. And really just going above and beyond for every single relationship that you do have and, you know, always having their back. So, um, you know, and if you want to, anyone that's listening, if you want to hear my answer to that same exact question, go over to the Laying Foundations podcast. Um, I coined that question from them. And uh, yeah, this is the Phaser Friday podcast. We've got episode four with Davis and Walker from the Laying Foundations podcast. And uh, to wrap it up, you know, last question, how do we get a hold of you guys? How do um, listeners follow along with what you're doing? Uh, social media, what's the best way to uh, contact you guys? Walker Law at lay-foundations.com. <laughs> No, just kidding. So we're on uh, we're on all social media platforms. All, all, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn's our primary one. But uh, Lang yeah. uh, Lang dot Foundations for Twitter. I mean, golly, butcher this. We have to delete this. Uh, on TikTok and Instagram, on LinkedIn, it's just Lang Foundations. Uh, we have a website, lang-foundations.com. Walker did a beautiful job there. But our email addresses are just our name and at lang-foundations. Um, feel free to reach out to us whenever you want. Um, if you have any career needs or just wanting to talk, wanting to talk something over, whatever Walker and I can do yeah. for you, that's what we're going to do. We cannot say thank you enough for the people that actually reach out to us. That literally, we got to meet one of the people that has been watching the show awesome. for a while and just talk to him and pour into him. We, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't trying to get anything out of it. We just want to invest in him and spend time with him. And I uh, had a great time. And that really is what it's about for Walker and I. And I hope that whoever listens to this, man, send us a, send us a text, send us an email, um, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. And you know, that is a wrap on phaser Friday, episode four. I can't thank you guys enough, you know, for one, you know, letting me be on your podcast Two, you know, you coming on this podcast and three, just being great friends and, you know, influencing me and motivating me to, you know, take that next step in my business, my personal life. And also, you know, vice versa. Like, I think we can complement each other really well. Can't wait to see you guys soon. And thanks again. We'll, uh, we'll catch up soon. We're following you, brother. Appreciate it. See you boys. Appreciate it, man.